This, that, and the third. QBM Radio Chicago, a service of urban broadcast media. Fighting over rings against Warren B. Kane, but long little cheek for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek, chicken fighting over rings against Warren B. Kane, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek, uh. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the Third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third, and you are tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock. Right here on Chicago Southside uh, You tuned in man to one of the dopest shows On earth period You know what I'm saying Hosted by yours truly Calvin Leroy King the third And my lovely co-hostess with the most Miss Reesey PC Hey. So what's up world man We want to know were y'all in tune with us last last week Or no You know what I'm saying uh, Like I said every single uh, Friday you can catch us on um, Urban Broadcast Media at 8 o'clock Or you can check us out streaming On uh, iTunes and or SoundCloud By searching this, that, and the third. Now, make sure that you type in the third, like Roman numeral style, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because uh, that's the only way you're going to find it. Some other shit pops up if you don't do it that way. All right? So we're going to begin the show in the best way that we know how by recapping what you may have li- missed last week. So if you weren't here with us, first and foremost, shame on you. But thank you for joining us nonetheless this week. All right? So what did we talk about last week, Reese, that stands out to you besides relationships? What do you remember? Um, we had those special guests, Lanon and Rachel. They yeah. were fun. They were fun. And what were they talking about? They were trying to teach us how to be what? <laughs> the Bride Master Class. Bride Master. Bridezilla Master Class. And see? it's for both men and women. Straight like that. Straight so like it's that. this weekend, right? It is. It's uh, tomorrow, I believe. The 8th? The yeah, the 9th. The 8th. No, the 8th. So and then we got the uh, foundation thing on so the 9th. So it's ninth. Saturday. It's yeah. Saturday. And then we got some events popping on uh, Sunday as well. All right? So um, some other things that we talked about last week were um, March Madness. It was the final four at that point. But now we know that uh, UNC came home with that title. So shout out to the Tar Heels. Uh, we talked about the MVP race, which is pretty much down to Westbrook and James Harden at this point. And also in sports politics, we talked about Chris Jackson, Craig Hodges, and Colin Kaepernick. All of which have taken political stances for things that they believe in and the backlash that they seem to have received for, you know, standing on something that might, might not be a popular, quote unquote, uh, cause. And then in Post It Up, we talked about the red pill and the blue pill. Now, explain to the people what that was all about. Okay, so I think the red pill was if you can um, start all over again right. and go back to 10 and like relive your life, but knowing everything that you know now. Right, knowledge is power. Or the red pill. Okay, blue for the first one, right? Yeah. Okay, so the red pill was you can bypass all that, you're 45, and you get $50 million. Straight like that. And which one you say you choose? You know, the optimistic side of it <laughs> wants to choose the blue pill. <laughs> but realistically, <laughs> I'm going to choose that red one. <laughs> give me that money. Straight like that. And entertainment, we talked about Love and Hip Hop New York, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and Being Mary Jane. And that's parlayed into our relationship segment, which we began with talking about relationship boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like what's inbounds and what's out of bounds as it pertains to uh, being in a relationship. And then we talked about dating do's and don'ts. We talked about uh, best and worst case scenarios for dating. 
uh, first dates, most memorable dates, things like that. And then finding love. I saw a post that a little while back now that said, love finds you when you are least expecting it or when you're not looking for it. Did you say you agreed with that or not? I think I agree. Because I think when you're not looking for it and you focus on other stuff, right? you know what I mean? It just kind of pops up and you're like, oh, hey. Right, right. There you go. <laughs> hey, love. <laughs> All right. And then we also talked about uh, is sex better than love? And then we just talked about different types of sex. So we really got into people's And then I think our books. guests were really more about love. Yeah, they, they was love lovey doveys yeah. they was lovey doveys and then um in situationships we talked about uh can you be solo with a side piece and then we talked about work spouses you know what i'm saying work husbands and wives one night stands versus uh one night misunderstandings so that's when uh y'all smash on the first night and bruh thinks y'all go together no girl trying to chuck the deuces <laughs> we also talked about old flames and um could you ever get with the ex of a friend you know what i'm saying can someone's ex be your next and then we talked about sperm donations as well what you gonna talk about it with uh old flames i was gonna say can you get with uh, uh, old flame that your your friend, my smash? one of my guys, yeah. old exes. Yeah, I'm not about that life, man. That's really, not appealing what if she to me. Was, like, what if y'all just had a moment and right. it just sparked? And I mean, getting up with her and smashing, yeah, dating no, her, not. Nah. What if she? What if she caught you off guard though? It could happen. Like I'm talking about, but it's not like you talking about like an ongoing thing. I'm just saying that wouldn't happen with me. Like really? smashing, maybe, but. Dating and going with and cuffing? Nah! Because what if y'all became friends first? Man, she probably still smell like dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm straight. Uh, and then I think that was all we talked Oh, we talked about donate, donations of sperm. You know what I'm saying? You was talking about... Oh, yeah. Um, and be, uh, being Mary Jane and, and would you... So you asked me from my perspective, but from your perspective, would you ever... Ask? Ask for a sperm donor? Uh, no. Why not? Because um, I just think it's awkward. Mm-hmm. And... Like, it, well, in that particular case, they were lesbians, so right, it's right, a little right. different, right? Because then you like if, for me to ask for, let's just say, my kid's dead, right? right? If I asked him for his sperm, first of all, he's gonna be involved with somebody else. Right. I'm involved with somebody else, right. and men have a bigger ego that, like, how you just gonna ask somebody else? Right, for right. Sperm? You know what I mean? like, well, my damn sperm. <laughs> Wait, that's my sperm. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but for the, for you to even have to go to somebody else to get their sperm, don't that mean that I mean that something means you he can't, can't do provide some, it? Right. But I don't think that man will want you to go to somebody that you're that familiar you with. So he'd rather have a stranger in your house. A sperm donor. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we gonna kick the show back off, man. When we move into new uh, topics, and shout out to my man D Curtis Randall on the board, running it like only a true track star could. Uh, we gonna just get into uh, Reese Kool Aid real quick, and I want to know how's your week been going, man. Just tell the people. A little bit about what's been going on with you highs lows and in betweens um this week was a busy week you know april is just a busy month because my kid's birthday true so shout out I've, to a media group right i've been planning their birthday party which is tomorrow okay and um and then they you know spring break and then they, they're going to dc so you know okay. it's like all about them I'm like, you get a spring break Check you out. Yes. The sigh of relief. Yes. The sigh of relief. Them little mods came through my <laughs> office today and wrecked shop. They was like, yo, we have a problem, Houston. I'm like, what you mean? They like, you might want to just come quick. Craig's in trouble. I'm like, dude. They was popping balloons and then someone had water in them, so they was flooding the basement. They had man. water in them? Yeah, to hold them down. That was the anchor was water balloons and then the assortment you didn't know was that? just I told them not to pop them and they was like, oh, What no. these ones? Oh no, I'm because like, what I heard was 
Calvin said we can nah, pop the balloons. I said they could pop the ones that had helium in it, not the ones that and, had H two O. Yeah, okay. You think they go listen your boys. to that? Your boys, <laughs> right? He was like, eh, you lost me at pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I heard was popping. You handed me a, a pin. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Um, my week has been pretty cool too, man. You know what I'm saying? I was out of town this past weekend for my fraternity, for my chapter, rather's uh, 100 year anniversary. So shout out to the Ice Cold Brothers of Two Tough Talk Chapter Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated, the oldest and the coldest. You know what I'm saying? So we were down in Champagne getting it in with the brothers, and uh, it was it was really eventful. You know what I'm saying? Very nostalgic. The campus don't look nothing like I remember it looking. You know what I'm saying? But Does it look a, better. It, it's like I got, got skyscrapers where flats used to be at, and it's Ain't just growing. Yeah, right, it's growing, you know man. man. So man, shout out. To champagne shout out to the lot now all that and then um i just been working man you know i'll be getting to it when i'm in the town so just working sleeping eating not doing push-ups for real uh but that's about it <laughs> anything else that stood out with you about this week this personally week, um we, okay can we talk about how cold it is outside today it because was warm this morning though like four seasons you know i mean I'm four like, seasons you know you're shot. thinking tomorrow is gonna be high 60 yeah. 70 sunday 70 so today when it was like oh 55 right i was like wait a minute what 55 is this <laughs> it was like it's like they need to not only tell you the high but they need to tell you when it's gonna be that high and how long yes. that high is going to yeah. last yeah. because i'm dressing for the you know for the for the low 60 I come out and it's 12. I'm like, damn, it's 12 at 12. Okay. Right. I thought the sun was at a zenith at 12. Right. But whatever, man. All right. So, um, also, we have some um, sports updates. So, did you get a chance to catch the championship game between the Tar Heels and Gonzaga? I By did. Any chance? You did? I did? So, did your team win or did you not really have a horse dog in the fight? I didn't uh, have a team fight? because I didn't know who Gonzaga was. Or yeah. Where they like, were where from. are they located? Is that a city? It's yeah. Washington. I think. But is it the state? Washington, the state. I don't know. It, yeah, Washington okay. The state. Okay, okay, but okay. I don't know. Just making sure. What school. Just making sure. We finna have a, a guest caller on the line in a second. Or something <laughs> look like. Shout look, out to the SIP too. Right, Linux from the SIP. Right, Liddy <laughs> Linux. <laughs> Be holding it down from uh, six to eight every Friday right here on Urban Broadcast Media. Y'all make sure y'all tune into the SIP man. Stay woke on what they doing. And then uh, yeah, UNC. You know they were upset or at least defeated last year. And this year was all about the road to redemption. And they actually went ahead. And won the title So it was a It was, it was a good a, game It was a good game Because I didn't want to see them Lose twice in a row That would have been heartbreaking Well I heard that Michael Jordan Specifically didn't show up Because he was at the last game And, and he so felt he, he jinxed him Yeah Damn Okay yeah. I was wondering where Big Mike was at man Because I saw uh, Adam Morrison Looking like a uh, Baywatch reject You know what I'm saying But he had on A uh, he had on a little tank top and <laughs> yeah, he was tan as hell. I'm like, man, ponytail. This dude looked like I don't know, man. But uh, I, I did notice that Mike wasn't there, and I was wondering why. So you just answered that for me, man. So that's good shit. Um, also in sports, we know that uh, D Rose, man, D Rose, done went down him? again. The Taurus meniscus. <laughs> he done tore. So he done tore his ACL and meniscus in both knees. I think at this point, because he done, This is fourth knee injury, to my knowledge. Can we just get him a retirement? I think package? he's done, so G. <laughs> I think he's done, so. But so, what? Um, shout out to all D Rose people. But it's time to start it's, saving. It's over, man. It's time to start saving your money. Reggie, and what are we gonna plan? do? What are we gonna do, Reggie Rose? Because you was, you know, what I'm saying, you was the guy. You was the, you was the guy behind the guy. And now the guy ain't got no legs. What you going to do, man? <laughs> he going to be wheelchair Olympian, man. Like, what we going to do, man? And D-Rose, I rock with him. You know he what I'm saying? Could. I guess he could get I guess special. he could. He got a strong upper body. He ain't never had yeah. an arm injury. <laughs> you know him? He'll tear an elbow ligament or something, though, man. Just, man, keep your head, D-Rose. I know we laugh and joke a lot about it because it ain't happening to us. But you are us, man. And we wish you a speedy recovery. But we just want to know, what are you going to do um, post 
injury, Stop like post career. Man, how about that? Might want to switch it up to uh, over armor. You don't need no <laughs> under armor. You need over armor, Nick. <laughs> but um, man, I just hope he's alright because you know I had an ACL tear back in '99 in my junior year or senior year of high school. It's not fun, not man. Not fun. Good six. What year, were you doing? Good six months, Duncan. Out here trying to dunk in front of some chicks, you know what I'm saying? Sprite commercial, my shit all, all bad, Z. And I was such a a, a goofy mug, like a class clown type I dude. Can see that. that niggas thought I was joking. <laughs> I was in pain, and they was like, ah, he embarrassed because he missed that dunk, and now he act like he hurt. I'm like, no, nigga, I'm hurt <laughs> on the inside. I'm hurt. They like, I don't see no blood or nothing. I'm like, nigga, I'm bleeding internally. So yeah, shout out to D Rose, man. Speedy recovery and uh, Knicks, y'all just got worse. Um, Tony Romo, what was you telling me about Tony Romo? Might be stepping away from football and stepping in front of the camera for uh, being thought, an anchor. I thought he had retired. Right. So I heard on the radio um, a few days ago that he got picked to be um, CBS News ESPN top anchor spot. Okay. For the NFL. Right, right, right. Whatever. Commentation, y'all. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, my thing is, don't somebody already hold that spot? Right. He I, running somebody's spot like his spot got this, ran on the this field? This guy <laughs> has been in this position for 19 years, and Damn. he just got bumped. Damn. They're like, excuse me, we want Tony. He said, this is a meritocracy. Well, and apparently, <laughs> I guess, um, so you got somebody from the Cowboys on CBS and somebody from the Cowboys on Fox. Okay. Um, I, I don't know his name on Fox, but I'm trying to think. They were basically saying, "Well, that's good. That's a good job. Look on the Cowboys right. that y'all." I want to say you got uh, Troy Aikman as a commentator, Emmitt Smith as a commentator, some of the heavy hitter Cowboys. Troy. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, Michael Irvin, he's even a um, commentator, the co-receiver from the uh, Dallas Cowboys back in the heyday. But um, yeah, Tony, I mean, you ain't you ain't no good on the field, so maybe you'll be good on the you know screen. Yeah. So that, more that, power to you, good. man. Yeah, he should start up, uh, I guess, with the uh, Masters. Okay. Oh, with the golf shit. Yep. Okay. Yep. You be checking for that? Have you ever watched the Masters? Um, I have. It's pretty boring without Tiger, man. It is. It's pretty Boomer, boring. Uh, Boomer Esiason? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my man, too, from the Bengals, G. Oh. All right. And then what about, um? so I heard Sage Steele. I didn't get a chance to actually deep dive on this um, particular finding, but I heard Sage Steele's name caught up in some uh, negative controversy that, uh, you know, she's been talking, she's been on, you know how Stacey Dash is known for saying, like, outlandish-ass shit right. that don't have nothing to do with her role in life. She is uh, apparently... One of those people So she's I mean no disrespect But she's a sister Anchor on ESPN Married to a white man And just kind of talking Sideways about things Going on in the world today And she caught some flack And it may negatively mm. Impact her position at ESPN So we're gonna stay tuned For Did that development she, story she, So she didn't get fired Or she didn't quit uh, I just didn't research it I didn't hear it again though So I don't think she got fired I think I, would, I thought it would have She probably just got a slap on the wrist man You know niggas don't what? read man ESPN, Yeah no she yeah, probably, they gonna haven't have heard to, anything so Okay, well, I'll have an update on that uh, next week. So we're going to move out of new news, and we have a special presentation for you all, man. Our hotline is blinging, G. Anybody that wants to call into the show ever, y'all can uh, check us out at 312-754-4333. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a special uh, impromptu takeover by the brothers from the SIP, and they got a special guest on the line. Right, as if they don't already have You're right. They're they staying they sold to two I'm hours and 15 shade, minutes okay? real quick. <laughs> But we all about the collabo here, man. So it's my man Lennox, and he gonna tell us a little bit about our special uh, caller that's on the line. Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, we were uh, We're hearing a hearing bit of her music right now, and um, 
she's one of our our favorite guests and you know uh our show's over but this that and the third you know we we love to infiltrate yes we <laughs> come, come in on it um amela rue is a singer songwriter and she is a chanteuse a chanteuse oh, i love it i love it yes. i love it She's my spirit person, I think. Um, I kind of like feel her energy when I when I met her, and like you know. Like, and I was with you, wasn't I? You were with us. Yes, you were with I us. I was with you. Yes, yes, you was. So, Amelaru, welcome to this, that, and the third, and via the sip. Um, <laughs> how are you, Mel? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm full of apologies uh, for the for the brother show that I'm interrupting. Oh snap, <laughs> bad. Nah, it's our pleasure. You welcome, welcome. We're all family here, so oh, it all it's we are. totally totally works. Oh, right, I did. All right. So so you you. You're Grammy nominated, and you know you're singer songwriter. And I just heard that you released two kids audiobooks on um, Bliss Life. Um, tell us about that. Um, Larue, who's my husband and producer and manager, and he he's the reason that we have our own record label. Um, he just kind of always knew that we would be doing other stuff besides um, music, and he is partners with someone who um, works at a publishing company um, and knows a lot of great writers and people that want to put out children's stuff and just don't have a platform, so we decided to start our own publishing company for um, literature. And so I'm doing uh, the narration for the audio books, and the books are also available. Um, we have ones for young, for elementary aged and nursery age kids, as well as um, preteen. So um, yeah, that's it's just it's just I'm married to an incredibly uh, uh, amazing person in terms of you know entrepreneurship he just he knows he knows that you got to put your hand in as many things as you can so i mean i mean when i met him he larue uh larue <laughs> um is an amazing guy his energy is amazing is infectious um and he has this great spirit about him um that i think carries on into your music too as well uh yeah yeah um I mean, Ice Cream Every Day has been out for about a year now, right? Over a year. Over a year. Over a year. Um, over a year. Has has it resonated with you at all? Like, has it like? I know that it takes you some time to like for your music to really like you know for you to translate that to the experience uh, for other people. Has it resonated with you? Oh, you know, I think. Things began to resonate with me years and years ago just because of the fact that I experienced a new life with every song because of live performance. So, um, you know, with every new piece of material, as soon as I get out to perform it, though I'm experiencing it through the audience, and that, that is an impact in itself. So with ice cream every day, like it's it's been a good two and a half, three years now um, mm. that it's been out. But the minute that it came out, I I had an experience with every song because of a different person, um, you know, in the audience or <clears throat> writing to me through social media. So I, I just got really um, fortunate that way that people are very um, responsive and. 
articulate about how exactly each song has meant something to them. Wow. I mean, I, I, I have to say this to the listeners of This, That, and the Third. Um, and, you know, when I met you a couple of years ago, or actually a year ago, actually, because your album just came out, I mean, I just felt this instant you know, connection to you um, and your music. And I mean, Danger is one of my favorite songs off Ice Cream Every Day, um, your Thank album. You. And, you know, I think it really composes, you know, really tells the story of what I'm going through in life, you know, that mm-hmm. that caution, that warning, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And David Dodd, you're, mm-hmm. you're here as well. I love how you said, how you just kind of <laughs> throw me in there. No. Um, no, well, I mean, I've, I mean, I've been enamored by, I mean, Amel for years. I mean, Groove Theory. I mean, just all, the the whole the whole nine. And so, I mean, oh, my, precious. I mean, thank my, you. no, thank you. I mean, your musical contributions um, have meant not. I have meant a lot to my life, and I like a lot to to others. And one of my favorite um, songs by uh, by you is "Infinite Possibilities." It's actually, my favorite album. <laughs> I love all your music, yeah. but that's my favorite album of them all. And "Infinite Possibilities" um, is always a song that resonates with me specifically because I think around the time when the album came out and I heard that song, I was kind of you know dealing with a lot and. Uh, mm. Managing, you know, managing school and work and relationship mm. and and all mm. of that, and just you know, it was such a great positive song and message, and just kind of empowered me to kind of continue to do to do more than what I'm doing, and knowing that there was more out that's there. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's what music is supposed to do. That's what why we listen to you. I, you know, I know it's just like I I hear you saying this to me, and you're 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 painting it like I'm like something I've written has been the tapestry of your life, but that's what other people's music and enabled me to do that. So it it's kind of like wild because I don't I don't I don't sit in it like that. You know, I'm mm. just doing the writing and performing and stuff. But you know, for you to tell me that it's just like dang that's like that's big time for me it means it means so so much i think for anybody who's a songwriter that's the biggest you know kudos anybody could give you so thank you uh, no thank you so uh quick question this is calvin here from this that and the third how you doing tonight i'm feeling okay how about you brother <laughs> i'm blessed i'm blessed so my thing is <laughs> when we grew up uh you know what i'm saying 80s babies all day we had the luxury of R&B music. What do you think about the fact that our young people these days don't really have that type of genre as uh, readily available to them? And what uh, what, do, what do you think, How what impact do you think that that has on their upbringing these days? I, I, I'm not sure if it's not available to them, only in that, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm mm-hmm. saying that what we didn't have, though we had record stores and you know, you could browse for hours and hours. Right. You know, kids that now can can find something on the, on on iTunes or the internet because you like this, you might like that, or on SoundCloud or whatever. Word of mouth, but the internet is so huge and right. vast, limitless that they yeah. Like in the end, you know, I feel that people will find stuff. Like I have uh, an, so many young supporters who I know are definitely listening to like straight trap all day long (laughs) (laughs) I know a few myself you know what I'm saying but but I know but they appreciate me and they get on social media to tell me so somehow they found me whether it's a parent or 
because they've been on the internet searching on other people's sites. So I I think I have to say this. My husband and I always talk about how every generation is like, nah, you know, this 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 music it doesn't it's it's nothing compared to like what we had growing right, up coming up. Right. You guys don't understand. Um, it it just means it just means you know that it's it's something you have to force yourself to relate to and find something within it. So True there's always going to be stuff that's in the mainstream that feels really sterile and like you know I've heard this over and over blah 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 and then there's going to be something that stands out to you and then you can hear it in a whole different light and mm-hmm. and that's pretty pretty much for me what I'm hoping that you know kids young younger listeners now are able to do because there are so many ways to access all these different kinds of music in so many formats and because there are all these festivals where genres are crossing and yeah, there's, yeah. you know, you know, Solange is on one stage and um, hi- hiatus, uh, what are they called? I forgot, I'm losing it, it's too late at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, hiatus Coyote are on one another stage and then, you know, Kings of Leon are on another stage and then you've got, um, you know, whoever, Snoop on another stage. Like, I feel, I think just generally it always feels that mainstream is cut off from everything else. Mm-hmm. But I bet you, if you talk to some old heads, they'll be like, oh, no, nah, but, you know, everybody was into the Temptations, but I was, right. like, listening to, you know, so-and-so that was underground. So I try to, I try to, I try to be, you know, as optimistic as I can about this issue. Right. <laughs> no, that's real. That's real. Good answer. And I, I mean, I think your music speaks to a lot of people, and you know, straight, gay, everyone. Um, I think it that really, you know, like, hones in on the emotional experience and, like, you know, what that looks like and how it feels. Um, I'm, I mean, you're going to be in Chicago this weekend, right? Yay! Tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Where, where are you going to be? I'm going to be at City Winery. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Venue. Yeah, it's yeah. a great venue. And that's actually where I yeah. met you at City Winery. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of, kind of holistic. It's pretty much like been, um, they've been really good to us. So I pretty much do all the city wineries. There's one here in New York and, and uh, I was in Atlanta a couple weeks ago and um, Nashville in the July. So it's a really great venue. And um, I think people, should come out and then at the least enjoy some really good food and if you drink some really good <laughs> you know cocktails drinks <laughs> are always good <laughs> well I'm going to be there for the music yes I will be there Go in ahead. the front I am ready <laughs> for the experience so no. just yes I you, promise not to jump on stage be, with you <laughs> you will be uh, usurped for harmonic reasons yes um, <laughs> I may I may need some some leaders in my sections when I section you off to do harmonies and go a cappella. So please, oh, I do that. <laughs> yeah. he does very, do that. very interactive. <laughs> very interactive. Yes, we like that. I could do that. Oh, yeah. Well, Amela Brew, thank you. Sorry, go ahead. No worries. Thank you for joining uh, this, that, and the third via the Civ. Um, um, We appreciate you, and I really, you know, as you know, and I told you this before, that I enjoy you, your spirit, your energy. It's it's infectious, um, and I'm really happy that you're going to be back in Chicago, and I'll 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 perhaps see you tomorrow. 
um, just to say hello. Um, but I'm Elibru at City uh, Winery, Chicago, tomorrow night. Um, please check her out. And um, thanks for doing doing this, that, and the third, and the sip all in one show. <laughs> thank you, y'all. It was a, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. All right, all right. So there it is, y'all. The exclusive takeover by the sip on this, that, and the third. I'm telling you, man. Any Friday night, you can get it up here at UBM, man. So y'all need to check in and check us out, man. Yeah, we want to thank the sip for coming through. Thank we you, thank guys. Our special guest, man. Y'all just took our show to a new level. That's one of the highest profile celebrities we've ever even had on the show. See, so shouts out. I mean, right. besides Reese, obviously Reese. we try to help out. No, you know, we we try to help. We've had John B and Avon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Reese be doing. I mean, it's thing. not bigger than a Mellow Brew. I mean, yeah, it's levels to this shit. It's levels to this shit. But at the end of the day, you be the judge. All right, so we're going to yeah. get right back to it, man. So did we leave off with um sports? No, we're on politics. So we're going to move into politics. There we go, man. So did you uh rock the vote this past Tuesday, Reese? Crickets. Crickets. No how background the, music. How do you make no, the cricket na- noise? <laughs> <laughs> I just say cricket. Cricket. <laughs> Straight like that, man. As much shit as we talked here on this down the third about getting involved in your local elections and controlling the resources we that are dead near beats. and dear to you, we were deadbeat voters. And I don't know why, but it's just like, you got to remind me the day of, man. Like Tuesday just came and went. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's six. Well, <laughs> might as well go hoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel bad, but, but at the don't. end of the day, I think that we at least positively use the platform to get other people to vote. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the voter turnout was as where it should have been or could have been, but it's a step. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. low key, before Jaquanda Nelson came on the show, I didn't even know there was another election coming up. So no, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. Okay, so did you go to that link that I sent you? On the, on the voting results? results, yeah, I did. So while Wasn't I was, it a lot. It was a lot of. I mean, because it broke down. I only looked at Cook, so you know you could look at all the different counties. Yeah, but I Cook only broke looked at Cook. Yeah, and it looked yes, Flossmoor, like, all the way much. to Cal City, and it was a, it was a little intimidating, man, because I was just like, okay, I'm starting. I this? feel myself <laughs> not caring even more. You know what I'm saying? And then I actually uh, heard that up in Zion, you know what I'm saying, with the hashtag uh, on your vote. On, 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 on our town, town, on my town, uh, the, the turnout wasn't what we wanted it to be either, man. And that's a smaller area that it doesn't take a lot of people to get a movement started up there. And we didn't do what we needed to do, man. My boy uh, Brandon, shout out to the Idleberg family. You know what I'm saying? He His, his step pops ran for a position and didn't Did get, get it. it? Didn't my get aunt, it. Actually, my great aunt ran for a position in Maywood. Right. I believe How City that Clerk. Out? I couldn't find Maywood and I got frustrated. And I just yeah, like, okay, man, I'm just going to call It's just her. so much. Like, <laughs> you got to really love politics to, <laughs> to, like, to sit there mine and through that shit. Through that, and, and it's I just, just like. Was not trying. So, man, shame on us for uh, not rocking the vote, man. Thumbs up to us for getting y'all to hopefully rock the vote. But did you? Let us know on our Facebook Live if you actually voted. Don't tell us who you voted for, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, just let us know, did you vote? And if not, why not? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, why Why do we know all the blood, sweat, and tears that went into us being able to vote? And then when it comes down to it, if a black person's not running, we don't really care about that shit. Why you is know that? What? It's really, Let's keep we it real. don't care about the main, you know, we go out for the president. Right, we want the sexy vote. We want to vote sexy. We need to go out for, you know, congressmen and senators oh, yeah. and stuff. But I would say people go out for that, but just not on a city level. They yeah. don't. 
when I when I looked at those poll results though, which we'll post to our Facebook live feed, if y'all want to be nosy and see exactly who won, who got upset, and things of that nature, one of the things that stood out to me was that there was a vote to increase minimum wage, which I believe the yeah. majority of people wanted, but it was still like twenty five percent of people that was like, nah, fuck that, like what? Why would you? And who are those twenty five vote against people? minimum wage, right? And then the other thing was voting to put a limit on the terms for aldermen. I didn't know that didn't exist already. Aldermen so, are just in there forever? Like, Supreme Court justices? Well, <laughs> like, what yeah, is that? I mean, I guess I, so. And not, I think they have to rerun, but it's like they, they can rerun. keep winning, keep winning, just be your alderman well, for because life. Because if nobody else is running against you, right. who do you have to yeah. vote for? And I think that's why people stop voting, because mm, it's like, nah, ain't nobody it. else running. Right. It's the same. There's nothing we can do. Politics kind of as usual, yeah. So but it's, we do it's have somebody running for governor. Oh He's yeah, a billionaire. I heard that's um buddy coming from the um rich family, right? The Pritzker. Yeah, yeah. I heard Pritzker coming from rounder seat. Z, so y'all watch out. Z, you yeah. heard it here first I, on I this, that, the third. Get it, Z, I think people man, long money. Long, oh yeah, rounder. I mean, rounder came in. Nothing. Right, did nothing well, okay, and, and stood on it. I take that back. He hasn't done nothing. He came into he hasn't a, done anything. But but he came into a situation, in, into a crooked situation, full of crooked Illinois House representatives yeah. and. Uh, mannequin yeah. who ain't who been there for how many yeah. years? And I think he's like enough is enough. Right. So right. I'm not gonna approve gonna anything boat, until yeah. you all figure this this mess out. And I, and right. I think they just giving him pushback because he is a businessman. So he is yeah. smart. But he filibustered they ass quick as hell. Like yeah, yeah. ain't just so, shaking but the leaves in the back. You know, I, I think the whole um, Springfield needs to be cleaned out. Yeah, clean it up, Springfield. Yeah. And we ain't talking to Simpsons, G. All right, man. So um, what also related to politics, you know, there was that uh, equal pay day that was for women. Um, maybe Monday was equal pay day. Was okay. it Tuesday? And they, you know, hashtag equal pay day. And it was just saying, like, women need to be paid equally as men. First of all, do, do you know anybody that disagrees with that? No. Okay. So pay should be based on skill set. I think we all agree, right? Right. So uh, interesting post that I saw from my homegirl, Lovey. Shout out to Lovey and her movement with the blog and books and a little bit of air thing going on with her we're gonna try to get her on the show uh, one of these days but she's um, the blogger yeah yep. she's world renowned at this point but we went okay. to school together and she made a post that was talking about females need to be more aggressive when it comes to negotiating your salary upon receiving a job offer mm. right so what's your experience with that when we was you know doing the corporate hustle did you used to negotiate or you just you take what people gave you you know what because i was new to it mm-hmm. you know you right out of college you're it's trying to intimidating, get that job. right you're looking at these suits like how dare i they was like 45 I'm like oh really That's that's the More than I was making last year <laughs> <laughs> I could pay a whole bunch You gonna get that all at once I mean no seriously yeah, When you come talk. from college And you like working at Walmart You working at Target mm-hmm. 45 sounds 45 real nice 45 sounds very decent Okay and then 401 Keezy So so it was it was cool But at first I didn't have a car right mm-hmm. So I was seeing all my money right? Right, right, right And then when I got a car I was like oh 45 ain't enough Yeah <laughs> And then that's when you get hip to the Just game 54 <laughs> 112 You know what I'm saying There's levels to this And I agree man That negotiating piece Can be intimidating It is But it's like no, You have to go into it Knowing that they're not gonna f- They offering you that job Because they want you You're a good fit for them yep. Just like you're a, they're a good fit for you Hopefully right? right And they're not gonna fire you For asking They're gonna respect you even more So if you say Man if they say a dollar And you like five dollars If y'all meet at three 
then it's all everybody good. wins. They get yeah. a good employee. You get more than they was offering, and you still have the ability to work towards that five over the years of uh, proven and demonstrated leadership and impact yeah, to the bottom yeah, line. Yeah, so. that work for it. That's, boom, boom, that's boom. the funny part. Yeah, you got to work for it, Z. <laughs> I mean, my, my thing is one of the reasons I stepped away from the whole corporate ladder hustle was because I realized that nobody's ever going to pay me more than I'm going to pay myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would sit here and tell you and anybody else, I would rather earn uh, 100% of $5 than for somebody to pay me six because I know I done made you 60 if you paying me six mm. you know what I'm saying so at the end of the day man I'm an entrepreneur at heart I'm a serial entrepreneur at that so uh, what's your organization again Freelance Academy all day every day baby the nation's fastest growing educational entertainment <laughs> service provider where we encourage our youth to be a buddy not a bully check it out <laughs> see y'all better go to freelanceacademy.com and stay woke Z invest in that joint man cause when it's a household and school household name y'all gonna be like ah oh, I know this dude I heard of this before y'all can help become part of the success story what about yours i know you you get it how you live tell the people about what you do twin media group straight up. Com. check mm-hmm. me out um ain't that spelled different though oh yeah you know that's right let's let be clear i be forgetting um, they google that and be like this ain't it right twin with two n so t-w-i-n-n mm-hmm. media group straight like that all right so um also in politics though i heard that um well the big story we're gonna get to right next but bill o'reilly caught yes. up in some scandal okay, what's so going me, on with billy about this man okay what's going on with billy bob thornton g because last week we mentioned i think we mentioned how he um he talked about the representative from california maxine waters yeah he talks he about talked everybody about, he talked about her wig he was like i can't pay attention to what she's saying because man, of the james brown raccoon wig, right? on her head yeah okay and you know shots fired maybe it does right but <laughs> get it tapered up. That's get it tapered not up. the point. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, former commentator uh, Dr. Wendy Walsh is mm-hmm. one of the newer accusers, um, and basically saying that O'Reilly approached her after dinner and suggested that she come to her come to his room. Mm-hmm. And when she said no, he was like, "Well, that pretty much ends your career on Fox." Dang. And now she's a she's a doctor. She has a profession. You know, she has a, a right. career profession, and she, she was like, me. "I don't need the money, right. but this stops here." Right. Um. And so she's been zero tolerance. Out. G. Yeah. And so basically, they settled five lawsuits totaling thirteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. And now at this point, does they have over a dozen of advertisers have dropped. For, for, for his time slot that yeah. they were uh, advertising. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they ben run when that happens. Gone, and that's a major one oh, for yeah. them. And right now, nobody is pulling him mm-hmm. from the show. Right. But... They're trying to just let it, let it simmer down. They're basically saying... Um, it's a long way from from becoming a liability, but the bottom line is when you lose revenue, yeah, that speaks some things about to change around yeah, here, yeah. and that's the thing, man. Like they're gonna peel Cosby, you know what I'm saying? Because when it was Billy's turn, he, the, he it was to. Armageddon, you know they what I'm saying? To. Why is it any different for Bill O'Reilly? Now they I understand to. drugs aren't involved, stuff like that, but please believe if this lady or these ladies would have went up to his uh, room and those that did, it was going down. Okay, so wait, one lady. But first, let me tell you that Trump was like, oh, I don't think he did anything wrong. Oh, yeah, of course. That's hey. his man's, right? Yeah, of That's course. That's his man's. Of course. And then, um, but it was a lady on Dateline or Good Morning America. I saw, I don't remember her name, but she basically said that she did perform oral. Oh, admitted oral. Yeah. Okay. And she basically felt like. She was held hostage to her job, but she had to mm-hmm. because of how, you know what I'm saying, these old white men were treating them. Damn. And it, it, it started from the owner who has just been removed from Fox. Okay. Because of the same type of sexual harassment, lawsuits, and allegations. 
Damn, so that's G. what's going on over at Fox. They they trying to make America great and they yeah. trying to get these women back. Trying to get back under give submission. Give America head. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, G. I did not know all that was going on, yeah. G. Y'all better stay woke, man, because usually, you know how they say where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, I agree with all that. But there's also one of these things where it's called projecting. So the person that points the finger at somebody else's wrongdoings and flaws, the the, the loudest and, and the most often, they're usually doing hella dirt behind the scenes. Yeah. And Bill O'Reilly is infamous for calling somebody else out on whatever it is he chooses to call them out on for that particular thing that he doesn't agree with. But lo and behold, it's his ass now. It's his ass And now. so Maxine Waters was, was quoted saying, it shouldn't be in America that you can sexually harass women and then buy your way out of it because you're rich. Right. If they continue to do this in the way that they have done, they need to go to jail. Point blank, period. Period. There's no... In between, it's no gray areas, no none of that, oh. man. It's like zero tolerance. And I was actually having a conversation with some amazing uh, women that do a show called Fresh Dialect out on the west side. So shout out to uh, Fresh Harvest. Is that Ministry. what you posted? Yeah, yesterday. Okay, yeah, it looked I like saw the that. view a little bit. Yeah, man, you need to listen to that because uh, it was a powerful uh, episode. Was it? But we were talking offline after the show, and we were talking about um, sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I'm like, yo, if I compliment my co-worker and say yo nice shoot nice, nice uh, suit pantsuit and uh, shoe combo sexually harassing right I'm like I'm not com- I'm, I'm like she dressed up to get that compliment she dressed up not in a negative way like oh look look at me but you're not gonna dress in something that's not flattering right yeah you dress in stuff that makes you feel good yeah. that accentuates your features yeah. and that makes you probably get compliments hopefully appropriate compliments from others that come into your purview that day mm-hmm. so I'm like man if I compliment a, a woman at work I'm not sexually harassing her I'm giving her essentially what she wants a straight compliment right they right. was like, yeah, I agree with you to an extent, but this, it, it changes when it's uh, imbalance of power. So if it's a boss saying the same exact thing as a coworker, it's inappropriate. Do you believe that? Is that real? Does um, it matter what, what the position is or is it just a compliment? I, uh, yeah, that's tough. It's just a compliment, isn't right, it? I'm just I'm making okay, sure, but G. A compliment can go too far. Right, right, yeah. Now, I, so I can see if it went too far and it's your boss. Yeah. Then, yeah, okay, it's went too nah, far. Nah, that wasn't my example at all. But it wasn't the, it was just, appropriate. I mean, if it's just a, oh, you look nice today, or right. your shoes are nice. Boom. You know, that's cool, right? Yeah. Okay, I think just so. check it. Just check it, cause I mean, it does it. Ha- is it based on gender? Because right, my boss gave me a compliment on my shoes today. So right. exactly. So me. exactly. <laughs> and then what happens when a dude works in a, a setting that is predominantly dominated by females? And then you, I mean, just by the numbers, somebody gonna say something. something. And what is that? Can women sexually harass men? Yes. Yes. And what's an example of that? Like, I what do you have to say that's out of bounds to a dude? Because okay. a dude ain't gonna take it like, yo, this women is do it offensive. differently. Women okay. do it differently. They may speak on. They it. may start and compliment. Oh, you look nice today. I see you. And then the next day, oh, I, I like that tie. Look right, at you. Right, right. So it's like every day, right, it's right, something. Right. So it's like a build up. And so if they see that you feeling that, right, then and one day she might just swipe you. Right, right, like, right. That brush up. Oh, my bad. That brush up. Hey, now I did hear that, man. Somebody told me that. It's um, subconsciously or constantly, however you want to call it, you you cannot accidentally bump into somebody, whether you're in a club, <laughs> a lounge, or at work or whatever. If somebody ever hits you with the, excuse me, like they doing that on purpose, either subconsciously or just straight blatantly uh, consciously, but people don't accidentally bump into each other. I would agree other. with you because whenever I'm moving through a crowd or you know trying to get they through, see it. I I give you that I put my hand on the yeah, middle of your that, back that forewarning that yeah. like 
Here I come. I'm pushing you up. Here I come. Or I'm Here moving I come. you right. so that I can maneuver through. Right. I never just slide. Grind. And yeah, that slide in the DMZ. That's so where yeah, it probably so. came from. See, <laughs> straight up, man. Goddamn so, uh, social media it just keeps social messing media, things up. Man, the social media depict life or vice versa, man. So uh, for those of y'all that don't know, you are tuned in to this, that, and the third each and every Friday night at eight o'clock on Urban Broadcast Media, starring yours truly, Calvin Leroy King the third, and the lovely Miss Reese PC. And we got my man uh, D. Curtis Randall on the board running it like a true track star. So shout out to Hussein Bolt. All right. So now the most important thing going on in politics is going on with your boy Trump. What is he doing with <laughs> weapons of mass destruction in Syria, dog? Oh what is he on? Oh, my God. Are we at war? Okay. So apparently there boom, was a boom, uh, boom, chemical attack. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Okay. G. Chemical attack. Yeah. Chemical warfare is going on so, in 2017. G. Well, apparent and everybody keeps saying, "Well, o- Obama didn't do it." So why y'all? Tri- Let's, can we can we stop talking about Obama? G. First of all, let me say this. Did you see the uh, the the post where somebody was de- was uh, texting Obama talking about, "Hey, big head." <laughs> <laughs> they said it's to the point This dude Trump They just like Man I want that old thing back They texting Obama Like hey big head What you on yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Come back he please chilling. He chilling So apparently They sent 60 cruise missiles Okay At least 20 Syrian jets Were destroyed And at least 7 uh, Syrian soldiers Were killed We on they the hills did, they, Okay I will say this They did plan the attack For just that area mm-hmm. uh, There Wherever uh, The chemical stuff Was stationed at Right So they didn't have Any civilian lost okay. okay well that's positive if there's a silver right. lining god damn right. and so the point was because um a few days prior or before um there was a an attack see no, no and then the news not really giving you details they just saying it was a um a chemical warfare attack right. and babies were dying right. and people were dying but who we when, must strike where, now right what? we'll like, tell you all that shit later man okay. we need to go and so um the international world kind of view viewed Amer- it's viewing america as very blatantly and, and aggressive right now oh, yeah. like because no nothing was talked about they didn't even go through congress to get right. approved they didn't go through- so this was another executive order by trump yes or- this yes. unilateral decision making ass yeah, nigga, it, dog. So, so you do have people saying, "Well, damn, if he just coming in there, executive ordering everything, how come Obama didn't do that?" Right, right. But I think Obama that, he has more class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, just because you can do something, don't mean you, you should, should do it. Goddamn. Right. And so, uh, apparently, the only people who really, really have issue with it is Russia. Right. Putin. Russia. Putin them because they said what they next. No, I guess. Why would Russia, they take issue with Russia? Has some relationship to, with Syria? To, yeah. Oh, so they like big and brother. And so it's kind of coming out. And then I just read um, before I came in today that um, his his son in law mm-hmm. is now in the position where he is mending relationships. Like who is whose son in law? Ivanka's Trump. husband. Yes. Guy man. <laughs> what are his qualifications? <laughs> so she's the assistant. <laughs> She's the assistant uh, the uh, president. president. No, she's the assistant president. She ain't the assistant to him. Right. She's the assistant president. What's dude's role? Whatever's needed, I Damn. guess. I don't know. Okay. It's the whole Trump So, family. here we are. Armageddon is upon us. Yeah, seriously. Hide your kids, hide your wife, y'all. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Anything else in politics? What's up with uh, Trump pulling back on Obama-era uh, protection of women's in the work in the workforce? What's going on with that? He pulled back everything. He everything just said, whatever Obama Obama's built, let's blow it up. Yeah. He's just repealing it. And oh. 
It's just Dang. every day. It's just so He's much. He's so emotional with his decisions. You know, and like, who, 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 who put this in law? Oh, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Okay, that can stay. Obama, get that shit out. So of you here. know his um his pick for Supreme Court, Neil Gorsuch. Mm-hmm. That's Gersh's, his name. Right. Um, he was approved because. They changed the law with that. It was a filibuster, right? Come on. So because the Democrat, uh, they didn't get enough of the Democratic vote. Right. So they said, and we just going to go. We don't need the Democratic vote. We just going to go with the majority now. So that's the rule. So it's not uh, two thirds of what the It's just, man, 51%. Now, Obama Obama did that, but he only did that for the lower courts. He never did that for the the Supreme Supreme Court. Court. He on the appellate and circuit. Talking about tickets and shit. Yeah. All right, so shout out to the people on the live. Shout out to my sister Keisha. Always tuned in every Friday night on this day and the third. Shout out, baby. Uh, I saw uh, I saw Damo all the way uh, Wisconsin Dale. Oh, shout hey, out Damo. Hey, no, no. Hey, no, no. Hey, they get the, the boys came downstairs saying, "Hey, where's No No and Domino?" I said, "Domino? <laughs> Who the hell is Domino?" But uh, Keisha says Trump's tripping. Hell, let me like that. Yeah. Boom. And then uh, she also said, "What can we do though?" Right, mm. so we we not trying to complain, so that's a good observation. And shout out to uh, Darren Hammond of the Darren Group. That's my big bro. Shout out Darren Group. Do what a lot of big do? things for the uh, young people in terms of basketball clinics, sponsored by Jordan Brand, all that good stuff. So shout out to the Darren Group. But yeah, what what's the solution that we can do? We talked about rocking the vote, and, and we didn't we do didn't it. it. So well, well, us we didn't do we it. We didn't do but it. But I'm sure. Yeah, hopefully, Keisha, did you vote? Ho- hopefully, everyone else did. Straight um, up, what well, can we know, do? They were protesting today, and I just don't know how much how far that goes. Right. Um, I don't know. I think everybody has to come to Jesus and listen, um, listen, come to Jesus kumbaya moment. and say, no, Trump, the America that voted for you is not happy. Yeah, But are they or are they not? Because the ones that actually did vote for him, how unhappy are they? I think, I don't know. That's hard to gauge, right? I think continuing to talk about it is a good first step. We can't get stuck there, yeah. but we're bringing awareness to it because I, I think I said this a couple months ago. I've never been so woke on politics as I am now. Mm-hmm. When Obama came in office, I'm like, this brother, <laughs> he like, I'm like, this brother got it. I don't have to watch him. He, yeah. he one of us and he good. So maybe he made a whole bunch of mistakes that I wasn't even aware of. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But with Trump, I think he's such a polarizing figure that we just all in his business. Everybody in tune. So at least we in tune. And maybe now we can at least make an informed decision of what to do about it. But to answer your question, Keisha, we don't know. See, I think I I got in tune with it when Bush was in office. And we had eight years of that foolery. Oh, W. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, W. So we don't want another eight years of this. Let's figure it out, y'all. All All right. So we're going to move out of politics. Enough of that bullshit and we're going to go into lifestyle all right so we're going to talk about strategies to building mental health man so what are some things you do to just get your mind right Reese? with all that's going on in the world how do you stay sane um you know what i what i've gotten back to doing um, right when the boys leave i go to the gym okay so like 6 45 7 right and i found myself when i run when you when i get there that early nobody's on the track mm-hmm. and it may be one or two old people on the track but then i put on my um my erica campbell pandora station okay excuse us shout out to erica campbell look guys. okay and um <laughs> that's her right yeah okay um and i really i walk and, and i pray right okay and i just talk to him and you know and then i then i hit my workout and then right. i'm like okay god i gotta go back to my ratchet music right 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 to, let me <laughs> get this final turn up for this last lap and uh, i'm done <laughs> off to but the office I, when i don't do that i get like i'm frustrated i'm flustered and yeah. you know once i get my workout in i'm good for the rest of the day how long do you day. work out how long you stand spend in the gym when you go um minimum an hour and a half Oh, okay. Yeah, Damn, so you're a gym rat. Goddamn. I mean, yeah. I mean, days a week. I go four to five days. Excuse me. I try to do Monday through Friday. Weekends, yeah. I'm off. You're probably stronger than me, huh? <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit? She said, yeah, with no hezo. Okay. 
Fuck you too. <laughs> Goddamn. But no, nah, I'm stronger than I look. I got my grown man strength when I turn 30. But um, yeah, man, some things that I do is uh I don't I don't I pray, but more so I say. So I do like the affirmations, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I kind of speak things into existence. I kick every morning off with meditation. Uh-huh. I think that's why I'm such a loner and don't have a lot of friends, man, because I kind of be needing 10 feet every morning, dog. Like just back up off me, Quiet let me time. get this together. We out the bam. And it's it's just pay dividends for me because i've only been doing it for a few years now and i've been having some very just refreshing experiences since my energy level has been higher the things that i'm attracting into my life have been more positive my relationships are going a lot better more or less you know what i'm saying and uh so i start every day off with meditation i was doing the yoga thing and then my membership ran out but did you like yoga i loved yoga really i loved yoga because it was something that you would look at like man this weak ass shit man i ain't finna do this no it's not and then you get in there and it's It's intense and you sweating and your shoulder game is like damn this is some real shit it is so you know what i'm saying shout out to all the yogis out there um i think russell simmons is one of the prime examples of how you get your mind body soul and spirit together how it could really benefit you from a business perspective personal perspective and everything in between you know what i'm saying and then um also visualization man shout out brother muhammad if you tuned in i don't even know if he has a a phone but um he one of the brothers at the church man i go to empower wisdom ministries and he uh always tells us about you got to visualize you got to visualize you got to see it you got to see it and one of the things that i like to practice is the visualization closing my eyes or even getting the actual uh, for real image you know what i'm saying and being like man i see myself like i already see myself regardless of when it happens i see myself having a dope crib on top of one of them mountains that you got to kind of take the windy road down and i got the audi a8 my son got the Audi A6 and my baby girl got the Audi A4 and we just pulling off. You know what I'm saying? I already know the colors and everything of them yeah, shits. Yeah. So like visualization is one of my big things that I help get I would, myself I would agree with that. Like when I'm running, I see it. Yeah. I see everything. Yeah. I see I see how I'm going to look. Yeah. I see where I'm at. Oh, nine, I see everything see? that I'm working on now, but I see myself having yeah. it. And so sometimes... Like to be to be real honest, I like start to cry, and I'm not a crier. You know wrong with that? No, I know I'm not. A, I'm not a crier. I'm not you got a release. person. But I'd be like, oh, and then I'd be like, oh, can't wait till I get it. <laughs> hey, cousin Renee, tuned all the way in. From, I'm assuming you out east somewhere. Aunt Cricket's daughter, love, love, love. Uh, Keisha said, try hot yoga. I heard about it. I ain't did that you yet. Haven't done that. And um, she says she want a hoodie though. Y'all can get the exclusive this down the third hoodies, man. You gotta make sure that you comment below and let us know you want one, and then we'll uh, hook you up. Now go I haven't done page. I haven't done hot yoga yet. Yeah, go to this page this down the third on Facebook, and we just started one on IG. All right, so we gonna come out of um talking about uh building mental health, and we talking about just planning versus availability. So do you have a five a one a five and a ten year plan, or is that something that they just taught you in school that really didn't work? Like how do you get down? Do you are you a big planner, or are you just available for the opportunities as they come? Um, I, okay, so I do plan. I mm. have an I have an idea. Well, no, I'm not gonna say I have an idea. I know what the hell I want. Right. Okay. And but I don't. I have. I've never done a ten year plan. Right. I I don't even put them in years. I just write down what things it is. that I want to do. The outcome. Yeah, yeah. Or the things that I'm trying to accomplish, and then I don't look at it anymore. And the funny thing is, when I go back in my old journals and be reading stuff, right, right. I, I wrote I wanted to write a book. I did that. Did that. Um, I wrote I wanted to have a radio show. I Got that. that. So it's weird because yeah. when I wrote it down, <laughs> I wasn't think how it was gonna go- look, when it was gonna occur. Right. 
And that's real. You didn't. I didn't necessarily feel like I was working to get there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because a lot of times when I talk to people, and uh, especially younger people, and they just they want to be entrepreneurs, they want to start their own thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Well, I don't feel like I'm moving." I'm like, "That's the trick. Right. You are. Yeah. Progress is a slow process. You are moving, but it don't feel like it because right. you don't see nothing right now." I right. said, "But just keep." Keep taking them small steps, and mm-hmm. then you're gonna be like, "Damn, yeah, I used to be way over there." Before you know it, yeah. it's brick by brick, man. That's what it I was really telling is. the young people earlier today, man. I was like, they was looking at the True Star. Shout out True Star, and they was like, "Man, so True Star is more than just a radio a radio show yeah. here at UBNYD." I'm like, "Man, True Star is the move." Gee, if y'all go to TrueStarIs.com, y'all will see everything that they do. And shout out to Natalia and the other um, co-founder. I forget her name, but they some dope young uh, African American ladies here on Chicago South Side that just had a vision. And and follow through. It's persistence, man. Yeah. Like I was listening to my man. Shout out uh, Darnell Rios, motivational speaker extraordinaire. And he had a post today that said, "Talent doesn't exist. It's all about your uh, obsession. Whatever yeah. you're obsessed with, whatever you're willing to focus on and dedicate your life to, you will be successful at. Has nothing to do with your talent. We're all equal as uh, humans. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it comes down to your drive, your persistence, and your passion for whatever it is. Shout out to Amber Roberts. I see you out here, G." Uh, it is persistence. It is persistence. Persistence G. and patience. Persistence and patience, man. Um, also, and I'm, again, I'm not a big planner, but I agree with what you say. Said uh, some of the things that you say and some of the things that you uh, desire. Mm-hmm. Those things come in crazy roundabout ways, shape, forms, and fashions. Like I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm sitting here working and doing all this, and I was like, man, come 2015, I ain't finna work for nobody. Yeah. And lo and behold, at the end of 2014 was my last time ever punching a clock. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been little opportunities here and there. But for the most part, God has been telling me, like, bro, I'm going to push you into this destiny or you're going to step in out on faith. And it was a combination of the two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you you got to be mindful of what you say because your your words have power. It's like life and death is definitely in the power and of the you tongue. You don't think about it when you saying right. It. You just be talking shit. Like. And you know what? I don't think you really like. I didn't appreciate my time until I was able to have my time. Like when I stopped working, right? And I was I was with the kids, and I was like, wow. I didn't realize that if I if I had to go to a nine to five, especially when the boys were young, mm-hmm. like how much I would have missed out. Right, and right. I understand the moms who have to drop them off at a sitter, go to work, right. pick them up. Like that is some stressful lot. stuff. That's a lot, G. And it's 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 it really takes away from the kid. And so I realized, like, oh no, I don't want to go back to that. Right. I don't want my time is the most valuable thing that I have. Man, and precious I want to be able to give it to whoever I want to give it to when I want to give it to them. Right. That's real. I don't want to go to no nine to five. Control, Shit. control your, control your <laughs> destiny, girl. Straight like that, man. We want to thank everybody that's tuned in on the live. Again, this is this that and the third. Brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at eight o'clock, starring yours truly, Calvin Leroy King, the third, and the lovely Miss Reese. All right. So we gonna get it to uh, well, actually, cause and effect. All right. So we're talking about in terms of lifestyle. What is something that you know that you stand for, or truly believe in? And then the flip side, what is something that you are willing to die for? Is is there a, such a thing? Um, what is am there I such to a thing? Die for? Yeah, that's that's tough, T. I saw that, and nigga, I like, die for this. What what is that? I was like nothing. Nothing. My kids, maybe. You kid, okay. But that's about it. Just the shorties. I'm not. I I don't really have a. 
a cause that I'm committed right, to. You remember, like, like that, in civil rights, they was willing to, to die, die for that shit. Is there something you would stand on the front line for and just take one to I the I mean, chin? it would have to be something that is prohibiting or stopping my sons from doing something. Okay. Or if it was something like it, it would have to be something dealing with them. But outside right. of that, I'm just not. I'm not that attached to anything. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of movers <laughs> and shakers here on this, that, and the third. And I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, there have been things in my life that I felt like at one point I would never be able to live without this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then when it was taken from me, I kind of realized, like, oh, okay, I'm still standing. You know what I'm saying? I'm still here. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, at least in my particular journey, when you lose everything, you realize that God is your everything. Everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like the whole time, all you wanted to do was be happy. Yep. All you wanted to do was have fun. Those things come when you have freedom. Those things come when you have faith. Those things come when Agreed. you're able to face adversity and make it over through or around it yeah. and realize the reason that you had to go through it in the first place as opposed to being like, woe is me. You're like, nah, this must be preparing me for the next level of greatness that I'm aspiring towards. But you, know you have to be in a mental space to accept that. Yeah, okay? it's deeper than rap, G. That comes after. Oh, like, yeah. Sometimes. First time, you ain't going to feel like that. You're like, why? Why? <laughs> That's some bullshit. Sometimes you just want to sit in your pity. Gee, and that's okay. Pity parties that's are okay. us. That's okay. You know, but it after happens. a while, you know, then you, you come out of it. But, yeah, it takes you a while to get to that, okay, I know that everything happens for a reason. This is this ain't going to stop me. You know, you have to get to that point where you understand that. But right. at first, you kind of like, what the hell is Man, this? It's like called that. life. It is. It's life. All right. <laughs> and then Keisha said that she is uh, willing to die for equality. She said we need it. Now, I agree. Oh, okay. I agree. Okay, but if tested, we got to slow clap that one in. You better than us. Yeah. Because if a motherfucker told me, hey, Z, you're superior than the person next to you, are you willing to die for their equality? I wouldn't. I mean, again, now if it was, I'm telling you, I'd jump in front of a bullet for my babies. If it was equality for them, then it's going to better their lives later on. But I mean,. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> like, man, even, even you know what I'm saying, with the whole uh, anti-bullying and inclusion and, and youth violence prevention and things like that, if they was like, man, you know, you know, you got to go serve in some of these terrible crime-ridden neighborhoods, no vest, no protection, no this, no that, I'm like, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I willing to literally die for it? <laughs> now, give my life serving and, and die in the... That's different. That's different. I'm talking about death. No, no more breath. No, no more breath. <laughs> right today it ends i'm yeah. like damn that's a tough pill to swallow so just being transparent man i don't really know anything that i would die for yeah. besides my, my my faith and wherever that takes me you know what i'm saying so be it um what what else keisha she said we will see um we will see me as an equal to anyone else that's illiterate so i don't know what you mean by that <laughs> but shout out to her being on my live you need to restate that come on right. keisha come on keisha unless i'm reading it wrong she said, I work hard for mine and I will not back down. So she's talking about equality and the equal pay thing that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah okay. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. We agree with that. All right, so our last topic of the day, because uh, we're running short on time, man. Again, this is just down the third, each and every Friday night on Urban Broadcast Media, is, of course, relationships. Shout out to Meth and Mary, and Mary J. J. Blige in the background. Classic. You're all I need, Z, to get by. So let's close the show out the best way we know how. Should you have uh, responsibility when it comes to who you choose to date? And what I mean by that is, you know how they say good girls love bad guys, yeah. but then bad things can happen to bad guys and Potentially, a good girl can get caught in the crossfire of that. Do you think it's a, on, on on you to be responsible about who you date and maybe not date certain people based on the type of lifestyles they lead? Or is it just like, love is blind, I'm finna love who I love? 
Now, y'all saw that Eve video, Love is Blind. You yeah. saw what happened to her. Oh, man. Okay. I don't even know you when I hate you. Right. <laughs> that, was, that was the shit. That right was there. the anthem, G. Yeah, it was. That was the anthem. Um, I think you... Okay, so we were having this conversation with some of the youth, right? Right. And, and Dion was real passionate animated. about it. Very animated, <laughs> um, and, and very I, passionate. I think you do have to take responsibility, even though I know as a young girl in high school and stuff, you you probably won't. Mm-hmm. You probably, you know, you want to date who you think is cool, what you think is cool, whatever. But as you get older, the person you date and all those things and baggage that comes along with him is going to be attached to you. Oh yeah. So if you out here. And then the times have changed. So the bad the bad boy whole image is completely different. Yeah, it's a little different. Hey, bad days. boy back in my day was just somebody who was sell a little bit of weed. Well, no, well, they might sell a little bit of weed. Well, they was in the hood. Right. They had a little money. They they moved quietly. Oh yeah. Let's say that. G's they moving quietly, like lasagna. Right? Yeah. Okay. Nowadays they shooting you because you date no boy. Oh, they, yeah. Like, that's too much. Gee, so I you, was just talking to my man downstairs, and he said that his buddy just caught, like, 16, 17. And I'm like, how he get shot so many times? He said the dude that shot him or the people that shot him made a proclamation. Like, man, we into it with your relative. We killing every male in your family. See, that is ludicrous. Yeah, they, like, are crazy with, like, video game crazy with That don't shit. make no sense. At all. Everybody in your family, We're like. We're killing all the males, see, like, on some Bible story shit. See, and before, family was off limits. Yeah, yeah. It was just Women you. and children. Let it was just man, man to man, mano y mano. Now it's like, no, I'm going to kill everything you love. Right, they kill the pregnant you love, women. You love Frosted Flakes? I'm killing Tony the Tiger. <laughs> like real talk, man. They sav- They try to be savages, and they think that's some cool shit to be. But it's not. I would vehemently disagree. So I think you do have to. Now you have to take responsibility in who you dating and why you dating them. Straight like um, that. And you can't just be having babies with anybody. Yeah. Because you attached for life at that point. Attached for life, please. And believe so it. even if he, if you left him and he's still in in that in that life, right? They gonna come after you and your kid. Oh yeah. That's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. He could be gone and they still ain't. They wounds ain't healed and they like. Yo, we still finna get at him. Kills me with the wounds. I'm just saying, baby. man. Check my war wounds, man. So, what do you think about women that play the tough role? And what I mean by that is a woman that'll just smack a dude in the face, punch a nigga in the chest, and be like, "Man, you can't hit me back." You know what I'm saying? Like, you a dude, I'm a girl. Like, what do you think about females that play the tough role in their relationships? I think they need to be popped. Bye. I mean, now you figure that out. No, I'm okay? just saying, I'm gee, they going, deserve a licking. I'm not but going to condone a man hitting a woman, okay? Right. I won't condone that. But, okay, I do have two sons. Right. And so I suggest to them that they don't date anybody that's not like their mom, okay? Mm-hmm. If your mom ain't jumping in nobody's face, then that's that means it's unacceptable. Right. You shouldn't accept nobody jumping in your face. Right. And if she does, you can bring her home and I'll pop her. Yeah. But, I handle it. I handle it. <laughs> but Straight for up. everybody who can't do that, I mean, fellas, I say keep your hands to yourself, but I mean, sometimes you got to shake her. She need a little... Bear hug. A bear a hug might be shake. in order. Right. Yeah, because... And I just don't understand that with women. Why do you want to be... Why do you... First of all, why do you want to be tough like a dude? Right. Why do you think you can beat up a dude? And, like, if you're in this relationship with him... Don't y'all supposed to like be cool? Yeah. Like, like how did it get, how did we get here? Yeah. How do we get to the point where we're stealing I mean, off and, and again, on each other? And this came from Dion, okay? Right. And so he has a lot of experience. Oh yeah. Samora Scorpio <laughs> be getting it in since the tender age of two, <laughs> apparently. I'm like Dion, why are you even wasting your time with these little girls? Yeah. That because you know they're not gonna change until they get popped. So I think it goes both ways, man. I mean, we as men have to be responsible, and females have to be responsible as well, and who we choose to date and spend our time with that's one of the biggest things in life 
is uh, relationships, man. Like relationships and love, man. That's all life is really about. So if we sit in there wasting our time with people that are not good for us, I think we're wasting our time and theirs. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yep. All right. So then what about when it comes to um, what things should you keep private? Man, my uh, live keep crashing. So I apologize for y'all that keep uh, losing us, man. But y'all can always check out the replay on iTunes and or SoundCloud by checking out and typing in this, that, and the third. Spelled this, that, and the I, I, I. Like the Roman numeral third. All and right? check out the Facebook because I'll post all the videos. And we'll have all that on there too. So go to the this, that, and the third page on Facebook and you can catch up. All right. So what do you think about um, what should be kept private? Regarding your relationship Yeah you sent a post saying um, Definitely your income Now I got that from my dad Keep your income what, what, Explain that Within your relationship Or y'all household income Together No Outside your relationship what The you post about? was What are things you should keep Private regarding your relationship To other people To gotcha, the outside gotcha. world Okay Okay. So your income Your relationship And what was What was the third one Damn Income relationships I can't remember But I, I do agree and I used to disagree, like, nah, you know, income is just income, it's just money, and da da da. Nope. But I think it's more so for the other people. Even if you're confident in not making a lot of money and having a lot of happiness, or making a whole bunch of money and not being happy, or hopefully making a whole bunch of money and being happy, right? That's your business. You know what I'm saying? Because the way that people respond to that can be something that you wouldn't expect. So I don't think that people for all the young opinions. people, yeah, all the young people that are like, man, I don't care if I ain't making a lot of money. I don't care to tell somebody I'm making minimum wage or somebody that's bossing up. And it's like, I don't care to tell people that I'm a multimillionaire. Really, it's about the reaction that people will have to it, not whether you care or not, but the impact it will have on others. And their opinion. So it was love, life, income, and next move. Ah, so, yeah, next move. So I will say... You want to keep your love life private just because everybody going to have an opinion. Yeah. Everybody. And it's like, I'm the type of person, I don't give a shit about your opinion. I didn't ask. I didn't ask for Straight it. Up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to know. And then with your income, my dad, a long time ago, when we was little, he used to give us allowance, right? Every week. Mm -hmm. And he would be like, boo, never tell a person how much money you have. Mm hmm. And, you know, I've, I've, I've retained many things from my dad, oh, yeah, right? definitely. But that was one of them. Oh, yeah. And I would even flip it on him. He'd be like, boo, how much money you got? I'd be like, oh, I ain't got no money. Right, this is a test. You ain't got no money This is a test, He'd right. be like, you ain't got no money? Nope, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> so, um, definitely that. And then your next move. Like, a lot of people, or I'm not, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but some people, there are some people in your life who come around, like, girl, what you working on? Mm -hmm. What you got up next? What you mm -hmm. doing? None. Chilling, And it's really because they they, they want to see what you're doing because they want to plot on your downfall. Yeah. Or they just want to see you, you know, make a mistake. Oh, she thought she thought she was gonna do this, but she didn't. And that is really crazy to me. But it's a real thing, it though. Is. Like when they say misery loves company, that's sure true. Do. If somebody's not happy with the progress or lack thereof that they're making in life, they will straight up and down try to make sure that you're feeling the same, if not worse, as they feel. And I don't understand, like, why is that, man? Why do people? Like feel like I, I want everybody to prosper I want everybody to win And I don't feel like man You know we all got to get a piece of the pie I'm like nigga, We all baking different pies You know what I'm saying Thank Everybody you. can eat Hello But people steady be like Yo you know what I'm saying Comparing yourself to the person next to you when really you're supposed to prepare yourself to yesterday's performance, performance you know what I'm saying yeah. what did you do yesterday and how much better are you doing it today how much bigger are you doing it today and, and, and when we don't have that mindset we get distracted 
and that gives us distance from the things that we're really trying to make action towards. You're right opinion. about that. It, it is a distraction, and I think it's when a person is unhappy with their situation mm-hmm. because, and especially with social media being the way it is, but Man, for so this filtered, so now, filtered. Right, you have so many filters, and so you are looking at other people's social media as if that's their real life. Oh, yeah, no, nah, that's okay. the highlight reel. It really. Let's is. get to the real deal because perception is reality. Yeah, and I'm I'm guilty of this too. You'd be like, man, how she how she getting? How she doing? That? Man, how get she getting on? And and you want you wonder what you need to do to get there, right? right? And so when you get to thinking that, then that's when you drop all the other comparison stuff, and then you just start working on your own stuff. That's it, and that's the that's one of the keys to success, man. Is just focusing on the, the you within, the you yeah. that you're supposed to be, the you that you were created to be, to be. and what is it going to take in order to get to actualizing. You know what I'm saying? All right. So then, um, last question of the night will be, um, what is your biggest regret that you've ever had regarding relationships? Now, this doesn't have to be your boyfriend, your whatever, whatever. This can be just any type of relationship. It could be parent. This could be, you know what I'm saying, pen pal. This can be a friend or other. What is the biggest relationship that you've ever had when it comes to a relationship? Biggest regret. Biggest regret, my father. Um, I really try not to have no... Okay, so I will say the biggest regret I have about a relationship is that I was in one. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> she said the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning. I knew y'all liked that one. Straight up. Um, okay, so no, I was talking to my guy the other day, and I was like, you know, because I always tell my advice to young people now is don't be in a relationship, mm-hmm. travel. Yeah. Go see the world Because I think that's the advantage That other races have over us Is when they're in college They go overseas They yeah. backpack They travel yeah. My, You know Asia. Get some culture, culture. Uh, DJ culture. Moto Yeah 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 She's in Bali right now Excuse me Bollywood All You know day. what I'm saying But you see what I'm saying Like she travels outside of the, the country I mean I get it Everybody gonna go to Miami You gonna go to um, Mexico You gonna do all that But when you're in a relationship Sometimes I feel like you get constrained yeah. And it's too You're too young To be constrained You got the whole rest of your life For that if that's yeah. too long So I yeah. feel like um, Back in my college years That would be my regret I wish I would have Just traveled And was free as a bird You know That's real that's <laughs> Then real. I probably wouldn't Have came back to stay That's real man That's real I, I think one of um, The biggest things That I've allowed To get in the way Of me having Healthy relationships Is me not being ready to be in a relationship and not willing my willing uh, unwillingness to accept that about myself so if i got to put on this prince charming facade and make it seem like you know i was this that and the third back in the day i would do that knowing that at the end of the day my intentions weren't really what they should have been whether it was in a relationship with a female whether mm-hmm. it was um anything just you know what i'm saying just trying to right. get something and now i take an approach of what can i bring to the table and what do I have to offer? And how can I help this person become the best version of themselves? I'm talking about right. my homeboys. I'm talking about, you know, people I go to church with, people I work with. Like, if I'm not a benefit to you, I need to keep my distance. But yeah. when I see that I have something to add to you, I would like to speak that over you. I would like to provide you with those resources yeah. and things like that. And I was not ready for that back in the day. And I think I... Uh, Unfortunately, tainted a lot of relationships that could have been lifelong relationships. You know what I'm saying? But everything happens for a reason. For a reason and a season. So you learn so, for it. Yeah, yeah, you learn from it. So at the end of the day, man, everything happens for a reason, and uh, people are in your lives for reasons and/or seasons, right? Yeah. So um, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show, man. We want to thank everybody that tuned in to another episode of this, that, and the third. 
brought to you on uh, Urban Broadcast Media each and every Friday night at 8 o'clock, starring yours truly, Calvin Leroy King III, and the lovely Miss Reese PC. Um, we got some big things coming up in the next couple weeks. Man, we got some amazing guests coming up. Uh, who who's some people that we want to shout out real quick so that might be coming week, up? So next week, y'all want to definitely tune in. I got Nikki Burnett from Bringing Up Ballers Ooh. coming to the studio. Yay! Let's I'm get it. so excited to get into that show because I've been catching up. Um, and then we got a couple other guests coming up in May, and then pretty soon we're going to start our kickback. I think at the first of the month, every first Friday. first of the month. Um, when the weather breaks, so y'all can come party with us here the in the studio and hang out, eat, and have a good time. Come get that live flavor, man. Oh, so. and then check out the Instagram page. I just started it. This, that, and the third. We got a couple promo videos we're going to be running. Go like and follow the Facebook page, All This, that. that, and the third. And, you know, stay in tune with us. And check us out each and every Friday night right here on Urban Broadcast Media at 8 o'clock by downloading the Urban Broadcast Media app or streaming live from www.urbanbroadcastmedia.com. Anytime you miss the show, like Reese said, go ahead and check us out on Facebook uh, Live page and then, uh, well, our Facebook page. And you can check the Facebook Live feed out and you can check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes by searching This, That, and the Third. It's been a pleasure serving you. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, the lovely Miss Reese. PC and my boy D Curtis Randall on the board. We out. One love. Peace out, y'all.